This episode of the Straight Facts Podcast is brought to you by the Pina Colada Slab Freshman. This one is for my coconut lovers, my pineapple lovers, my Pina Colada lovers. If that's you, this for you. You can order it with my link, my download link, my ambassador link. If you rock with me, click that link and order yours today. It kills the smoke on contact. In the back, I'd rather speak straight facts and get straight to the stacks. Cause every low that I took, I got Wow. Welcome to another episode of the Straight Facts Podcast. Where we speak straight facts, nothing but the facts. So don't make us fact check that, man. And today we got a special, special guest, man. We got we got a loving father, a loving husband, man. Um big, big community activist, man. And now He's a candidate running for school board, man. Josh Evans. What's up? What's up? What's up, Mr. Josh? Thank you for having me, Easy Allen, man. It's a, it's a pleasure to be on your podcast, man. Thank you so much, man. Oh, man. Thank you, man. And um, just thank you for making time because you've been busy. We've been trying to set this up, man. And just, just thank you for making time, man. We're here today, man. And I appreciate that, man. For real, for real. For real. Um, so real quick, man, we're gonna we're gonna get right into it, man. Um can get right into it. So you're running for school board, right? Yes, sir. What's the what's the exact the exact seat, you know, that, that you're running for? And like, you know, what's the what's the responsibility of that position? All right, I'm running for school board district three in Lafayette, Louisiana. The seat is currently being held by Mr. Errol mm-hmm. Broussard, who is now pursuing candidacy for uh, City Council District 1. So I'm running for an open seat right now, being that he's vacating the seat to run for City Council. The, the the responsibilities of that seat, man, is to be like, govern, to help govern policies and procedures and uh, and safety and education component for all the kids in LPSS. I, I want to say all the kids uh Louisiana, because I'm not just representing District 3 kids. When I take that seat, I'm representing all nine districts as a whole, even though my focus is on District 3. Okay, okay, yeah, man. Um, that's, that's big right there, man. That's big right there already, you know, um, overseeing and, 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 and setting them um, expectations up so high, man. Like you say, not just focus, you get in that seat, but you want to focus on the whole, as a whole, man, and, and, and that's real dope, man. That's, that's, that's real dope, man. Um, out of all, well, out of all the positions or all the on the spots you know you could have ran for, you did say this one was open. So is that the reason why you ran for this? Because it was open, or you know, no, 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 easy, easy. And I, I sat down with my team, and uh, I'll be honest with you, my team, my management team, and my uh, the team I'm involved with, they thought I should have pursued a bigger seat. That's for maybe maybe city, uh, maybe city council. But the, the current gentleman that's running for city council, me and him made us, we, had, we sat down four years ago and I told him I would never run against him. As long as he was in the seat, I wasn't going to make a move against the seat. So when he decided to run for city council, we knew that was going to happen. That gave me the out to run for school board. And he's, uh, I believe everything is in steps, bro. Uh, 
is is the schoolboy seat my last seat? I don't think so. You know, I'm a, I'm gonna go higher, but right now, I'm a strong believer, bro. You can't get to high school without going to kindergarten. You know, so I'm gonna use this uh, experience of the school board for now. Uh, I'm not I'm not thinking about no other seat now. I'm, I'm thinking about winning the seat and start making some positive changes efforts in my community. But uh, no no telling what the future may hold. Hey, hey, man. Um, I've been seeing, I've been seeing, you know, watching you, just still supporting you here from Cali, man. Um, these events, a lot of free events you've been, you've been having back to back to back for the, you know, like you say for the community, man. Um, between now and 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 the election, you know, um, how many more events you know that you have that the public can come out to and and meet you and you know just hang out and get to know who you is? Well, uh. For for three uh for uh, three days next week, doing early voting, people can after they vote they can go to El Cito's and uh get free food. Uh, the menu I don't know exactly what the menu is for the next. I think it could be three days next week. I don't know what's exactly the menu, but uh, yeah. they'll be able to get three uh, free food after they early vote this week. We will be throwing together a, a campaign rally with a with a major Zodiac act. And uh, that's to be determined whether it's going to be before election or uh, election appreciation party for all the constituents in the area. You know, but uh, we've been doing everything free. Uh, we did the campaign uh, campaign appreciation at the brass room. Everything was free. Uh, but 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 Eric, I'm uh, I'm gonna go back to this. You've been knowing me for a good minute now. Yeah. Even before this election started. Everything I gave was free. Facts. <laughs> everything I gave was free. As long as you've been knowing me, everything was free. Facts. And, uh, and, and not to cut you off, everything has been free. And it's always been about the kids. Right. Always. Always right. about the kids. Because you even pushed me and had me doing some events with the kids. So, absolutely. Always. Absolutely. So, uh, everything I'm doing this year isn't because I'm trying to run for office. Uh, I've been doing this. You know, people that just get to know Joshua Edmund might be saying, oh, well, maybe man, he's doing that because he's trying to win a seat. But you go back 10 years, I've been doing all this stuff, bro. And uh, I will do it win, lose, or whatever. If I'm not successful August 14, October 14th, which I'm claiming, claiming victory, but if I'm not successful, I will not leave and go away. I'm going to still be in the community doing what I've been doing, you know. I'm, I'm rooted and grounded in this community, bro. So the all right, so so the election is October 14th, right? October 14th. All right, that's the that's the the election day, the last day for voting. All right, so right now, man, voting is open September 30th to October 7th, right? October 7th, early voting, yes, sir. All right, October 7th is the last day, man. So y'all get out early, vote, man. You always got time, man. Make time, get out there and vote, man. Um, so um. And I, I posted on, um, you know, I posted on all my social media that I was interviewing. You got a bunch of questions. Um, a few of them we ain't going to get to because we could probably gonna run out of time, but we're going to get to most of them, man. Um, I, you get in, man. Um, let's say you everything, you get elected. What's the first thing that, you know, that you want to tackle or the first few things that you have in mind that you're going in and, and you want to do and you want to change? 
uh, uh, the very the very most important thing, bro, is uh we want to look at the teacher shortage in, in Lafayette. We got a shortage on teachers, and we got a shortage on bus drivers. So I'm gonna tap into the teacher shortage and the, and the transportation issue, man. First thing, man. First thing, man. We got uh we got teachers that's teaching school with associate's degrees, and and that's how much with the shortage of teachers. So we got we got teachers with associate's degrees teaching. And even though they teach with a associate's degree, I want to make sure that they are encouraged to go back to school in their downtime and either get their master's, bachelor's, or doctorate. You know what I'm talking about? So that way they can still enhance themselves while they're teaching, you know? You know, so I want to encourage that. And I want to uh, find out why we don't have enough of bus drivers. And I want to find out which ways we can do to attract them and give them incentives for them to be able to stay with the school board as a bus driver, you know? Right, right. Yeah, man, that's... And that's dope you say that because just on my my Facebook is a lot of you know um Lafayette people and that's what that was and that was one of the things that I always see like oh transportation 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 oh the bus this the bus didn't show up the bus oh just the bus and that's yeah man that's that's real dope man that's I, that's that's dope okay okay um. So this is a this a question from from the from the social media just to say, man. So um, a lot of talks have been about about um the younger kids that get in trouble or something at school being sent to La Rosen. Um, I, I'm not sure if La Rosen is like caps or laps or whatever the case may be, but I've been hearing about it. So is is it would you change or is there any um solution or anything that can come up with with Little kids being sent there, or is it a grade cutoff or something should be in place? Or look, look easy. Uh, I done been to LaRoche a couple of times to be the guest speaker to speak to the kids, not only to kids but also to the teachers and the staff. And LaRoche is an alternative school for disciplinary problems. Right. So when when a kid cuts up at the base school, let, let's let's just use JW Fog for example. A kid lashes out at JW Fog. He get reprimanded, and the re recommendation is to go to erosion. He can go to erosion for either forty-five days to ninety days. After that, forty-five days or nine days is over with. They go back to their base school. Okay, but this is where I'm at with it, Eric. While those kids are at their base, while these kids are at erosion for forty-five days to ninety days, what measures are being taken to find the root cause? of these kids having disciplinary problems in their base school? Uh, are, they, are they being evaluated? Are they being, uh, ex, uh, is there being programs there to get their mind cultivated to go back to their base school with a focused mind and not to be disruptive in class? Because 85% of the time, these kids go back to their base school with more disciplinary problems than they, they left with. If these kids are not being treated, if, if if these kids don't know the true meaning of uh of self self-preservation, of self-work, accountability, integrity, all we're doing is just doing a revolving door of 45 days and 90 days. Right. So my, my my piece on that, Eric, is that we gotta make sure these kids are evaluated and we gotta get we gotta get programs like project choices, speaker to express through experience. Uh, uh, one hundred black men of Greater Lafayette. Uh, 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 new, 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 new day outreach. 
get some of these get some of these programming into erosion. That way they can understand what them kids gone through. Because uh, Eric, I'm gonna give you a prime example. I'm not gonna say the school, but there was a kid that was cutting up in school. And when I say cutting up in school, he's lashing out, he's sleeping during class, and everything like that of the nature, Eric. And they couldn't do nothing with the kid. Well, we talked to the kid. Got on this level. You got to meet him where they at, Eric. Right. Got the kid, talked to the kid. Make a long story short, the little kid, mama, bar friend, would come home every night on whatever drug or whatever high he was on, and he would just beat the mama. The little boy would see his mama in a domestic situation every night. And as a young boy, you got a mama, Eric, as a young boy. You could defend your mama. You could step to make sure your mama don't get hurt. So yeah. when he go to school, when he go to school in the morning, he been up all night making sure his mama was okay. So right. he's sleeping in class. So they say, well, he's he's a problem. All you do is sleep in class, and they didn't even know what was going on at the home. Right, right. You know what I'm talking about? The right. quality yeah. of life of the kid right. was in jeopardy at home, and he came back, and the side effects of what he was going through at home was just playing at school as in the form of sleeping. Right, right. So when we, no, found out what, when we found out what was happening, we was able to get certain situations in place to where the gentleman was no longer with the mama. The, the gentleman probably had some open charges and whatever, but he's no longer there with the mama. Now yeah. this kid is excelling. Yeah. But we got to find out the quality of life and the root cause of it. Right. No, if, you, if, you, if, if you're dead tired, if you're dead tired in homeroom, Homeroom, the first class of the day. If you're dead tired, sleeping in homeroom, snowing. Yeah. Something going on at night to where I can see it after PE, you're your little wore out. Yeah. After yeah. you know, you're a little sleeping. But yeah. the first hour, yeah. you're dog tired. Yeah. Something's going on somewhere else, man. We got yeah. to get yeah. people to, to understand that, man. Yeah, no, definitely, man. And, and, and you're right, man, because just in life, period, a lot of times, even like, even with just like going to work every day, that job, just focus on that job. They don't think about your life outside of that job or what's going on. All they think is production, 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 production. That's all they think. You know, when people really have real life problems outside of this and school should definitely be a safe haven for kids to come in and just be able to want to talk and get help also right right you know but not nah, definitely man okay that's okay so yeah that's 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 very dope man um what else we got man um what you think about um what you think about tutoring being mandatory or just some or fitting in somehow for kids that's failing like it's automatically like huh if you failing we going this tutoring is, is you know it is it's not an option no more where you know the where the parent may have to get tutoring or something like that. Or do they already offer that already? Well they offer tutoring, they offer after school care. But what we gotta understand is that what I used to what I'm learning what I learned, like say I'm in the sixth grade, what I learned in the sixth grade, they're probably learning it in the third right now. Right. You know, algebra in the 10th grade probably is being taught at the 7th grade level now. Yeah. Understand what I'm saying? When I was in the 6th grade, I didn't know, we didn't have nothing called YouTube. Right. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't have nothing called a tablet. <laughs> right. 
Yeah, me neither. The, the closest to technology we had was a beep on the on the on the waist. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and the thing about it, we gotta utilize technology as a tutoring piece, because some of these kids, I got some grandchildren. Right. My two-year-old grandchild know how to get on YouTube. Right. On the phone, bro. Right. The phone could be locked and everything. Look, we gotta pick the information where they want to be at. You want to be on YouTube? Let's let's find some if, uh, YouTube. Let's put that Coco Melon tutoring thing in there. Or oh, they want right. Coco Melon? They want Pokemon? Let's yeah. do some Pokemon tutoring. <laughs> yeah. You know, hey, it piqued the interest. But tutoring should be a man a mandate to a felon kid. Now, right. I, I don't think tutoring is mandatory across the board because that's right. kind of students that that just get it just get it like that, get it like that. But right. if, if a kid is failing, right, I think tutoring should be mandatory. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 Definitely. Well, um, I'm glad that you did touch on, like you say, what what we were learning probably in the sixth grade and learning in like the third grade or something now. So what's this um what you know about like this common core? I see a lot of talks about it and, and so like what like what what actually is it and you know and how it works and because I and I also see like a lot of people say kids are failing and adults be like, I don't even understand it. You know, so what's your take on that? Well, this is my thing, bro. I think Common Core is important in some situations. In some situations, I think that is, uh, I'm not saying it's a waste. I'm just, yeah. I just think that sometimes if it's not going to be utilized in the ACTs or in certain things that they are bringing to the adult life or adulthood, I, I just think that it should be something that. I feel like this. I think everything a kid should learn can learn should be used in the adulthood life. If 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 it's not gonna be something they're gonna be doing in the adult, you got you gotta know the basics. You gotta know the entry level stuff and everything like that. But common core, this could be a whole conversation within itself because right. they got pros and cons. You know what I'm talking about? Some people say, man, common core is necessary. Common core is needed. Some people say, well, man, it's a waste. But it do have its pros and cons. Depends on which side of the spectrum right. you're looking at. That'd be my answer. Right, 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 right. So, so just like I said, I don't know nothing about it. Is it? Would it be some? I mean, probably not. But would it be something that someone would use in their everyday life? Because I mean, I you know, there's a lot of things I I did in school that I don't use today, or didn't, yeah. I never use since I've been out of school. No, I, I, I don't think it's something you use in your everyday life. No, I don't. Right, right, right. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, yeah. So um, them dates. Well, if, if you can, you have those dates for the um for the events um that's coming up before the election that the people can come out and mingle and you know. All right. Uh, look, uh, three days next week. Uh, we got early voting until the seventh. Right. So you got three days next week. You pull up after you go to the King Center. You'll see the tents. The barbecue pit, the black pots, or whatever out there, yeah. pull it up, get your free plate of food. Uh, Saturday, um, four or five people that was already running for office, like myself, uh, I think Clyde Gabriel, Errol Broussard, uh, Timmy Sashaw, uh, Monique Boulay that's running for mayor president. Uh, we all popped up in and out, in and out, you know, greet the people that we vote. You no, know, we can't do this on the actual voting grounds. 
because it's, it's, it's an ethnic violation. But they pull up by El Cidos and we shook their hands, thank them for voting, and uh, and just ask them to vote for the, the candidate of their choice that they think will do the right thing in this upcoming election. Yeah, yeah. And um, in the community, man, I seen you had um, you guys did what it was. I don't know if it was a was it a crosswalk or it was a painting you guys did. And then I seen yeah. you framed it. You know what? Like, what is the painting? And you know, like, what's the inspiration behind it? And you know, like, who who was a part of it? How did it come about? All right, uh, I'm the I'm the president of Oasis Community Quartering, and uh, the quartering is everything inside University Willow, Benoit Falgo Road, and I forty nine. That is, there's a bunch of different neighborhoods inside that pocket. Collectively, yeah. they're all together. It's called Oasis. Inside Oasis, we have Truman, which I I love in Truman, and. People got a bad interpretation of Truman. So what I started doing, Eric, is start looking for the good in Truman. Start seeing what was the first building built in Truman. Who was the uh, who who in the black community in Truman did something that was important? Who did this? Who did that? And as I as I was doing my research, I was thinking maybe I'm gonna come up across one name, two names, bro. But I came across a plethora of people that did a lot of important stuff in that community, man. So I, I commissioned a painting with Brian, Brian Benoit uh, Art Gallery, Brian Benoit Art Gallery, and he, he, he painted this beautiful painting of uh, all the positive stuff in Truman. Uh, the, the, uh, the first black strategic uh, air, air fireman, uh, I mean, air pilot, Kim um, Parrott, basketball, uh, Mr. Truman, long life residence of Truman. The first black woman that lived in the uh, the first black residents of the Truman Projects, uh, Mr. Sid Williams, uh, and, and I, I took all those all those different legends and them icons and put them together, and uh, that's how the paint came across. And we did a rails to trail event where we're trying to get the rails established, like they got in Atlanta, like they got in North Louisiana, where they take abandoned railroad tracks and make them walking and hiking trails. And they put different things up there. Like we could do farmers market on a Saturday on the trail, or we could do an art exhibit. We could even do a garage. Matter of fact, I'm planning in the, in the thought process. I'm planning of doing a community garage sale on the trail, where people okay. are set up the tents and the canopies and have yeah. things for sale on the trail, and and do stuff like that. And get a food truck, get a DJ, and uh, just make it a family event from like seven to two and out on a Saturday. Like once we don't have to do, we don't have to. Um, we love to uh, exhaust people out by doing it every Saturday, but doing right. it once, a, once a, one month, one Saturday a month, where you got fresh fruits, you got vegetables, you got garage sales, you got information stuff, you got vendors that's offering uh, uh, free health screening, blood pressure checks, first time yeah. buyer programs. You know what I'm talking about? You know, uh, people that need certain services for their house. You know, and uh, just do stuff like that, Eric. And what it, what what happens, Eric? Just like the music. I hope we touch on the music before you get off the uh, of the air. But hey, look, you take it, you take it, everything out my. You, know, like you, you already <laughs> know me. You know me already, okay? You know what I'm saying? You already, yeah. Just, just like the music, bro. Just like the music, bro. Uh, when we say have those showcases, when we say have rock the mic, when we we say have rock the mic, or the, the Southern T Awards and stuff like that. Yeah. Hey, yeah, rock the mic. At the end of the day, shouts out to Keith Berry. Rock the mic was a competition, right? But it was a friendly competition. Right. How many people that was on Rock the Mic through Keith Berry that end up doing features together? 
Right. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? So we have we have this lady that say for instance, she do home health. She do home health. So she got a she got a booth set up for home health services. Right. The boot two spaces down focus on mental health. Now she she got a client that's in a mental health crisis, but now she just networked with a mental health facility that offer free care. So now they've been merged their business, they not merge their business, but they merged their networking opportunities right. together. Yeah. So now when she needed a mental health consultant, she called this lady. Right. Yeah. 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 You know, you know, and shout out, shout out to Destiny, man. Um, I I get that from Destiny. She called that keeping the money in a circle, you know. And Absolutely. not just about not just about the money, but just keep it made building that bond and that family to well, I it, it, it's here. And it's it's right. a revolving, it's a revolving circle. Everybody's straight. Yeah, and, and Destiny, bro, Destiny, she's age eight. Hey, stop. I even got to explain that. You know, I already know how me, you, yeah. Destiny, we rock, yeah. we rock. Yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? You know, we don't, we don't see each other and talk to each other often like we do, but we just right. pick up what we left off for whenever we see each other, you know? Right, right, yeah. right. Hell yeah, man. Um, So, yeah, man, that's what I was going to ask. So, the music, man, you know, um, you still, you still, you know, into it, how you how you was into it or you step back from it or you know you still have artists or you plan on getting back in it what's the you know what's the deal with it now i i got i got i got one artist bro i got one artist uh deuce trey uh, uh young white brother man gospel artist i have yeah. him right now uh i'm still affiliated with it behind the scenes yeah. uh I, I i i i call i call certain people make some connections happen uh like with a hot topic my uh, my little daughter Victoria, Miss Tori, shouts out to Miss Tori, yeah. uh, uh, Ice Doll, uh, Lil Simone, Hot Topic, you know. Okay. So uh, okay. I, I, I still bank it live, you know. I still do some connections behind the scene, but with the music thing, bro. Whenever I was doing the music, when Unique Entertainment took off, I showed the city that it could be more than just music. Right. All right. Bank it live got a whole. A bar, bar and grill now. Still doing music, all right. right. Lil okay. Simone do her shades. Lil Simone do her shades. Ice Dog do her little teeth stuff with her, with her, her, her smile stuff. What she do? Uh, right. Tori, Tori do all kind of stuff. She got some office offices she got going on. What she she did, did clean offices and stuff like that. You know, outside of that stuff. So, uh, music music has to be an avenue for you to be heard. But you use right. that network and, 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 and networking and communication piece of the music to broaden your to broaden your reach, broaden your reach. Right. I, I hate I, I tell Tori all the time. I say I hate when you put local in front of artists because you're putting yourself inside a box. You're you're an artist. Right. You just happen to be in the proximity of Lafayette. Lafayette, yeah, if you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. I sometimes had to stop putting local. Sometimes you yeah. gotta put. Instead of local, you gotta change. If you want to put something like that, you put upcoming. If you feel like you, yeah, if you you know, if you feel like you something like that, you know. Yeah, inspire. Yeah, you know I'm saying, yeah, you know, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, would would we get a um a, a Kendrick, another Kendrick project? Um, you know, you Slim Kr. Yeah, hey, bro. Uh, Ronnie. I don't. I don't think another Kendrick project. What happened? Not not because of nothing. Kara, Slim Chance, T Pop, yeah. uh, man, that's my dudes. Yeah. But uh, 
I think we gave him what we gave him on Kendrick Spirits one and two and Kendrick and still Kendrick. Yeah. I I think that uh a solo album by Kiara will happen. I think a uh, uh Slim Chance done dropped about four or five videos. Slim Chance probably got a catalog. Look, let me tell you something about Slim. Slim don't have to drop another project. He can go in his vault and drop about five albums right now. In his vault. Yeah. Look, I own yeah, me, me and Slim talk, man. Slim talk, man, a lot, like damn near every day. And he definitely, um, he got a project dropping on his birthday, man, October twenty first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I'm saying so. And, and he just like you say, he didn't drop videos two in one week sometimes, just dropping, man. And man, shout out to Slim because at one time he was he was talking about, man, I ain't about to do this no more. I'm giving it up. And I told him, man. And y'all go ask him behind my back. I stayed on him like, man, you can't like how you you can't you can't just quit because you didn't came this far, did all of this. Now you just gotta put it out like you say. He can go in his vault and just drop. And that's now that's what people are seeing the consistency because he have him in his vault. He can just drop and he's doing it. You know what I'm saying? And he see <coughs> he see the results of it. He see you know he, he see that it's reaching people. Newer, bigger people is seeing and commenting and saluting him, and you know what I'm saying, hitting them up for work, and you know, um, but definitely, man, Slim definitely stayed worked and got that vault worked up, man. And Kr, man, Kr should definitely drop some solo. You know, that's it's just always needed from from artists like that. Hey, man, I I had the pleasure of flying with them boys to Denver, Colorado. To record uh Kendrick Spirits, man. Uh yep. Me Lady Kim, Me Lady Kim, LTT Pop, Slim Chance, and Kara, man. We, we flew to meet Kara in Denver. And uh it's a watch magic happen between Lady Kim, Kara, and Slim Chance, man. Them boss do it so effortlessly, bro. Like, like, like they just they just grab the mic and they just go at it. And the the, the way Kara Kara said, Josh, I need you to add it up right here. And Kara counted the bars. Kara counted the bars in his head. And he just he just nodded and said, go. Now, the engineers on that, because the way the studio was built, it was a big studio. The engineer came to see us. And right. Kara said, go. And I, I added it up on the, I forgot the name of that song, but he was talking about, I was acting like his dad. I had the voice of his dad in the song. That, that's me ad-libbing it. And when the, when the engineer played it back, it was spot on, bro. That dude was just listening. Yeah. Go. Say what you gotta say right now. And spot on. I said, not today, son. And the dude bomb. Right spot on, bro. Right. He, he, he did it, bro. He did it. Good KR good dude, bro. Stand up dude, bro. Yeah. And KR KR mom. That's shout out KR mom. She's a she she got a she's a she's an author. She got she got she got a nice book. I read her book, man. Her book is awesome. Carol's sister, man, with the daycare center, man. They're doing some positive things out there. I know I right. feel you. Yeah. Damn Tough Studios, yeah. you know, the C2 Lounge, man. Look, man. They're doing some good definitely, stuff out there. Definitely, definitely, man. One more thing on the music before we get out with the music, man. Um, One of your first artists, man. Yo, man. Um, How that came about, man? With who? With Yoke. Man, Yoke, Yoke came about with, uh, how can I explain it? Uh. Seeing Yoke perform at a rock the mic, 
And feel I feel, say Josh, man, I think she got the energy that we need, man. And uh, I say, Lob, that's what you want to do. Let's go with it. And uh, Lob say, bro, let's do it. Let's get it. We, we grab Yoke. And, 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 and Yoke, Yoke wasn't signed as an artist. Yeah. Yoke, Yoke was the, signed as a brand. Right. When Yoke LeBlanc name was never on the paper. Vibes yeah. with Yoke was on the paper. We, we signed a brand. She right. was the first artist. Matter of fact, the only artist, the only artist that we did, we signed her as a brand. So that vibe with Yoke, just marketing everything with the Yoke and everything like that, the vibes, right. that, that all started out like that, you know. But uh, we first heard that uh, El Cidos, uh when her and her sister Stoney had performed one thing, I think Tatted Twins or something Tatted like that. Twins. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. how that started, bro. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. We did. We did a one. Did a one album deal with a uh, pretty dope. Pretty yeah. dope was on the on the project. Uh, uh, recorded that Titan. We recorded most of it at Titan. You know. Yeah. 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 Nah, definitely, man. We even um, you know, we even got some. Me, me, you and her got something together. We did. We just right. We got. I mean, and it's still relevant today. We we just gotta drop it. So you know, they make right. it that soon. You right. know, definitely get a video for that. Nah, man. But um, before we get out of here, man. Um. You, you kind of touched on it earlier. Um, you say you, you don't think that this is the only seat you're running for. Um, it may be so. You have any seat in mind, or it's just to come as they come open, or you know, uh, you know, what's, what's next? What's next after this for you know, for you in the future? After after I win this seat, I want to learn everything the seat got to offer, and uh, and and moving on in the future. Eight years, eight years from now, maybe, eight, eight years from now, maybe we uh we start looking at something else as far. Uh, we start looking at something else as far as, I don't know. Maybe city council, maybe something yeah. on the state level, but uh right now I'm gonna focus directly on the district three seat. Get get my people, get my people involved. And, and, and Eric, before I get off, the, before we get off the off air, I want to stress this this most important thing, man. We got. We got over 40,000 kids in Lafayette Parish schools, all right? And when we have a, our Monday school board meeting, Eric, this is another thing I want to focus on. I shouldn't see an empty seat in the school board meeting. On, on social media, we, we hear talk about the principals. We hear them talk about the, the, the bus shortage. We hear them talking about uh, the, uh, the uniform policy, the clear book sacks. We hear them talk about the hoodies. But when we go to the school board meetings, we don't see nobody out there talking about that stuff, man. Right. You know, so with, with 40,000 kids in the school system, we should have a full school board meeting once a month. It's hey. probably, hey, Eric, it's probably 150 chairs in the school board auditorium. Probably 150 yeah. chairs. So we can't get 150 seats filled out of 40,000 kids? I can get 50 just on my Facebook. All the complaints right. I see. Right. You know, so we, we, we have to get them in there, man. And and, right. and look, look, Eric, it's not just because I want to see a full school board meeting. I want them to hear what's going on in our community. I want to hear what a tax dollar is going at. I want to I want to hear why uh why this school is getting the turf and the other school not getting the turf. I want them to hear why right. why this bus driver complaining 
because he need a gas stipend because he I don't he do elementary he do middle school and he do high school uh, bus routes and sometimes you gotta take money out of his own pocket for gas. You know what I'm talking about? I, I want to hear that some of the teachers said with the school supplies the kids getting they still gotta go in their pocket on their in their own money and buy supplies for the classroom. I want to hear that. Yeah, I want to hear that, bro. So there's no way we can't fill a 150 seats up yeah. out of 40,000 kids, man. Yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. hey, Eric, 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 Eric. That's less than 0.1%, bro. Right. You're a numbers guy. That's less yeah. than 0.1%. Yeah. That's easy. That's easy work. 40, that's, probably, that's probably lower than that, bro. Yeah. That's easy you know? work, man. That's easy, that's easy man. Bro. That's big, man. Y'all, man, y'all heard it, man. Look, show up. You said is, is every Monday you said? No, it's 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 every second Wednesday of the month. Every Once second month. Wednesday of the month, man. Every second Wednesday of the month. And if you don't know what it is, man, hit Mr. Josh up. He's gonna let y'all know, man. Hit him up. Don't be afraid. Hit him up, man. Right now, man. Early voting going on um to October second, election day, October fourteenth. Y'all get out, get out and vote, man. Um again. Thank you, Mr. Josh. I appreciate you making the time, man, to come through, chop it up with me, man. Um, any last words you want to let them know where they could follow you at or for your camp or just anything you want to leave them with, man? Hey, 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 Eric, you interviewed me. You asked me. You asked me about five, six questions. But I want to. I want to ask a question to you. Yeah. But I, it's, it's a two point. It's a, it's a statement behind the question. Okay. So my question is for you. Eric, you're originally from New Orleans. Correct. All right. I, I know your story. I know your story. You're originally from New Orleans. 2009, when Katrina hit, it uprooted you and your family from New Orleans, correct? 2005. Well, yeah, correct. 2005. 2005. Correct. All right. So, correct. You, you, correct. You, you come this way. Now, you come from New Orleans to Lafayette in an area that's not familiar to you at all. Right. Right? All right. And you acclimated yourself in Lafayette. Right. You put on comedies. You put comedies and rap dance together. You did solo projects. You did uh, a, a project with another gentleman. Then you did a project with some groups. Yeah. You know, you hosted events. Uh, yeah. You did a, you did a plethora of things that's positive in this area. Yeah. But you you wasn't content with the situation, so you moved to California. Right. You just say, look, man, I'm, I'm, I mean, you talked about it. I, I would yeah. I used to go pull up to your mom's house and sit down with you. Yeah, after, no, before, after, yeah, after, yeah, after, yeah, before I left. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. And we would sit down and you and, and then you say, Mr. Josh, I'm gone, but I made my mind up. What was the driving force to have you leave your mom, leave your sister, leave your friends, your niece, your nephews, and go to California? What was the driving force behind that? Them people that you just named, I'm I'm the I'm the I guess I'm the last one standing for as like you know um still building still building my life and my family and they already you know pretty much living theirs and going you know living their day to day life almost so it's like I still have that opportunity to make a better life for my family right like you know what I'm saying so I just want to get out and then show them like hey look. We're not limited to this. This is where we're born. This is where we live. We're not limited to just this. If you're not happy with this, then find what you're happy with and go with that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it was just more so of a, 
I mean, hey, what's the worst thing that can happen? I'll come back home. I know I can live here. I know I can do this. Like, and like you say, coming from New Orleans to Lafayette was already, that was a big move to me because I had lived no other place but New Orleans. So just being in a different place, it don't matter how big it is, it's different. Right. So I hadn't already had that, okay, I didn't, I left home already. So for me to go ahead and, you know, make a move and have a plan of, you know, putting my mind to that's what I want to do. It happened. And, and you know, it just always was in my mind was, what's, what's the worst thing that happened? Oh, I go back home. Yeah. But in my mind, I'm not going back home. Right. You know? Right. Right. So, so now this is my closing statement. You, you heard directly from Mr. Eric, what he said about his transition from a, from a city to city within a state and from a state to a state. People, it don't matter how you start. It don't matter what happens in the middle of all this transitioning. It matters about your decision and your determination and your destiny. Eric was determined and he made a decision and he went find his destiny. And sometimes it takes us to get away from what we're comfortable with. As long as he was right here underneath his mama, his family, and everything like that, he wouldn't have never found his true purpose or his destiny. So sometimes you got to leave the nest to find out what's best. Thanks. I'm Josh Eben. Yes. I'm number one or three on the ballot. It's, it's early voting from now to October 7th. October 14th is the last day of the primary. I would love, I would love, and I would thank you for giving me your vote. Yes, yes. Appreciate you, Mr. Josh, man. Thank you, man. And that's another episode of the Straight Fact Podcast where we speak straight facts, nothing but the facts. So don't make us fact check that, man. <laughs>